Today on this episode of The Crossover, we will be discussing Walking Miracle with NFL Pro Bowl linebacker, entrepreneur, and best-selling author, Ryan Shazier. Learn how a catastrophic injury can be overcome with perseverance, faith, and the power of positive thinking. Much more on this episode of The Crossover. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm going to be talking with Ryan Shazier about his amazing story and recovery, as well as best-selling book, Walking Miracle. Let me just pull him on here. Hey, Ryan, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm good, man. Listen, thanks for joining us, and I really appreciate your time. Um, I'm going to do a brief intro just while everyone's logging on here. Okay. Uh, we got the pleasure of speaking with Ryan Shazier, um, a truly inspirational story, someone who I have admired now for several years. Uh, as background, Ryan was an All-American at Ohio State. Go Buckeyes. I'm sure you're rooting for them in the uh, college football playoffs. We'll see how that goes. Uh, and then he's an All-Pro. He was an All-Pro uh, all linebacker for the Steelers. Uh, we're going to talk about December 4, 2017, when his life changed forever. Uh, for those of you who don't know, he suffered a spinal cord injury and was paralyzed on national TV. Since then, Ryan has been a true story of faith and purpose, how he's recovered. Uh, his story through uh, his recovery is, is an example of life's lessons, challenges, how to overcome all that and the power of positive thinking. And we're also going to talk about his best-selling book, Walking Miracle, which really summarizes all of that. So Ryan, so, so psyched to have you on here and, and talk about your story, your life, and kind of what your purpose is. Hey, how you doing, Doc? Thank you so much for having me. I'm really glad to be here. And, uh, and uh, thank you for uh, just those kind words. Absolutely, man. Let's just let's go back to the injury for, and just take us through what do you remember just prior to the injury and when you were on the field at that moment? What was going through your head? Uh, so before the injury, I wasn't really even uh, expected to play in this game. I, I didn't practice one time the whole week. I had sprained my ankle, and it was a game time decision. And I didn't play. I didn't. I missed multiple games earlier throughout my career. So this season, I was having a really good season, and I was telling myself, "Man, I don't want to. I don't want to miss any games." So with me. With me uh, knowing all this, what happened to me before, it caused me to kind of want to force it and play in this game. And when I ended up playing in the game, I was having a good game. I had about three or four tackles to start to drive off. And it was just a regular routine play, routine play. When the receiver came across, did a drag route, I just tried to hit him on a drag route. And it was one of the one times where I thought about Hey, let me try to put my head across and and make a, a proper tackle the way that the NFL wants us to make tackles. Because before I used to make just make tackles. I didn't think about how I hit. I didn't really think about it. And it's 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 extremely hard to adjust the way you're going to tackle somebody uh, when when you're playing football at a at a fast pace. So one thing that it it, it really allowed me to I was really thinking about how I was tackling somebody when I actually got hurt, and that's. That's one of the first times I actually thought about it that way. So you, so you get, or so you, so you make the tackle. You're on the ground. You can't move your legs. Like, what's going through your head? What are your immediate thoughts? My immediate thoughts were, 
it was some type of stinger or something. Uh, if, if you know what a stinger is, a stinger is when you tackle, when you tackle your, like you hit somebody with your shoulder, it kind of goes numb for a while, but you get your feeling back. I was kind of thinking it was something similar like that, but just in my legs. And so I didn't think it was that serious. But the one thing I did think about, I was like, man, if I can't move my legs right now, who's going to pick up this dog that I just bought for my wife that I was picking up the next day? So I was just more thinking about the, the future, thinking positive. And I wasn't really thinking too much about my injury. I was thinking more about my family and, and just trying to make sure that my family was okay more than myself. When did it hit you that this was a serious spinal cord injury? So I was kind of in denial for about a week and some change. And I had a situation where I ended up throwing up and, you know, you're in, the, you're in the hospital bed and it has the rails. So I ended up throwing up in the rails and it caused me to, uh, the throw up that hit me back in my face because I couldn't get out of the way. I couldn't really move my body. And then that's when I really, it, it clicked to me. It was like, hey, Ryan, you're, you're, you're in a lot worse condition than you thought you were. And because I couldn't even move out of the way. So that's when I really locked in on my rehab. And I was locked in on my rehab, but I really was telling myself, hey, Ryan, this is not something that's this easily overcome. You're going to have to really lock in and pay attention to what you're doing and get better. And, and that's what I, ha I had to start to do. So let's talk about that perseverance, right? Very few people understand what it's like to go through rehab after a significant spinal cord injury. Take us through the daily battles, the perseverance that it took to overcome that injury day in and day out. Man, the, the one thing with dealing with a spinal cord injury or a lot of, you know, injuries or illnesses that last a very long time is just the repetition. And a lot of people fail to realize that it's almost the definition of insanity is just doing the same thing, expecting different results. So anybody that has a spinal cord injury that has some type of recovery understands exactly what I mean. You're literally trying your best to raise your toe, raise your foot, raise your knee, raise your hip. And you're looking at it. You're doing everything that you would do before. And it used to work, but nothing's changing. And you have to just keep trying it over and over and over again. And that's one thing that a lot of people don't realize how difficult or how many things we take for granted in those type of situations. Now, did you ever at any point doubt yourself and, and want to give up being like, all right, I guess I just won't walk again? Was there ever that doubt in your mind? I never had a doubt in my mind. I was never going to walk again. I know that there are some people, I know there were some people that were doubting me. There are some people that didn't believe in me. And uh, I like your, I like your coffee mug. <laughs> Thanks, bud. <laughs> and there were, some, there were some people that didn't believe in me. But the one thing that I, was really important to me was just to really focus on just getting better. And that's one thing that I, I told myself, I, no matter what, I was going to get better. No matter what, I was going to play again. And I just kept fighting and kept doing the best I can. And, you know, I was blessed to be able to get better and be able to walk again. To me, I feel if you're a very positive person, if you're somebody that believes that positivity can happen in your life, then you have to actually fight for it. And, you, you know, you just can't allow people, you can't allow negative energy in. So I was always positive about the situation that I was in, and I was always positive about walking again. 
And it just goes to show you the power of positive thinking, right? It's not all physical. A lot of it is, is kind of mental and the way that you approach it. What would you say was the hardest moment of your recovery? Was there one moment that stands out as being the single lowest moment of your recovery? To me, I feel one of the hardest moments of my recovery was just understanding that the fact that this is more of a journey and it's not a, more of a marathon and not a sprint. And to me, just because with football, if something happens, you know exactly how to overcome. You know exactly how to change. You know exactly how to just focus on the problem and then just fixing it. With this injury, is you know exactly what's wrong. You know exactly what you need to do to fix it. But sometimes the results don't happen exactly how how you need them and how soon you want them to happen. And that was something that was really difficult for me because it was a, definitely a change of life, a change of pace. And for me, just to understand that, hey, just because things aren't happening how you want them, they will happen. And you just have to keep working and just staying positive and just keep believing. What was the source of your strength? I feel like a lot of people in your situation would have given up. Where did you harness that strength to keep pushing through? I would say my family. I would say God. There, There's a lot of people in this world, you know, that – that lean on a lot of people and and the people that I lean on the most are my family, uh, God and my friends. I, I just had so many people that were supporting me. And to me, my whole life, I just never wanted to let anybody down. So all the people that were praying for me, all the people that were supporting me, those were the sort of strength for me. The, the ones that love me and the ones that care for me and, and wish to see me in this position I am now, just not playing football, but just in a better situation than I was when I was laying on the field. So to me, it was is more my family, my friends, the and the the ones that 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 love and wish the best for me. Now you let's move on to your book, which is such an amazing book for those people who haven't read it. Walking Miracle. What was your impetus for writing the book? When did you think about writing the book, and what's the purpose of the book? So I thought about writing a book about about six or seven months after my injury maybe a little bit longer, probably a year after my injury, because I just thought about what I was going through and how I was recovering. So I just wanted to tell people just the book is more about a journey of overcoming and a journey of positive uh, positive thinking can allow you to achieve anything and allow you to achieve greatness. And to me, I thought it was very important to let people understand. It's like, a to me, I wanted to be a, a, a go-to book for how to deal with life almost. And to me, I thought it was very important because I've been through a lot of things in my life. I've been through a lot of tough times in my life and I just thought it would be important for me to be able to share that with a lot of people that prayed for me, a lot of people that supported me, but then also just those uh, who wanted to understand my story a little bit more. So I wanna get into that because you just mentioned it, how your early life challenges prepared you for this biggest challenge of your life. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so growing up, I had scoliosis. I had alopecia. Uh, my, my mother had to fight Crohn's disease. It, it, There's a lot of autoimmune diseases that we had to fight through. And just growing up with growing up with alopecia, you're, you're always different than everybody else. You're always going through something other than everybody else. And it allowed me to understand how hard you know, how, how tough the world can be. But it also under, made me understand that no matter what you're going through, you can overcome. 
And I know some people say, hey, alopecia is not that bad of a disease, but it can definitely uh, be a, something that's very emotional when you're five years old, six years old, 10 years old with no hair while everybody else has it. So I think it allowed me to understand how to overcome. It allowed me to understand how to deal with difficult times because everything is not perfect. The same thing with scoliosis. I was once told that I would never be able to play the game that I love again. And I just understood and found a way how to. And those things allow me to understand how to, allow me to stay positive. It showed, my mother showed me how she stayed positive no matter what she went through. So to me, it just uh, helped me grow to be able to prepare for this moment. Now, people always say the phrase, you know, like mind over matter. It's a very contrite phrase and not everyone really believes it. Tell us how true that statement is, mind over matter. I think that's a very true statement. And the reason I feel it's very true is because to me, if my mind shuts down, if my mind doesn't believe in anything, if I don't believe in something, then I don't think I can ever achieve it. You wouldn't be such a great doctor, a director. You wouldn't be at one of the best hospitals in the country, in the world, if you, did, if you didn't believe in yourself. If there, there are probably people that once told you before, hey, man, being a doctor is too hard. Being being a great doctor is even harder. Uh, I don't know if you can do it. I don't know if you should try to do it. If you believe any of those people, if you believe one of those people, you would have never made it this far. And that's kind of the same thing when it came to in the NFL. A lot of guys have been told their whole life they'll never make it. And it's kind of the same thing when it comes to dealing with this injury. A lot of people thought, millions of people prayed for me, but there was also millions of people that said, hey, he'll never be able to walk again. And if I would have listened to one of them, it possibly it could have been it could have been I I could be talking to you right now in a wheelchair instead of being able to walk into my office today. So I I think just your mind really helps push your 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 you know your matter your muscles your physical to where it wants to go. But if you if you shut that mind off, man, it's, it's, that's the most powerful muscle in your body. Now, let's talk about the average layperson who may be looking at you and be like, well, I'm never going to play in the NFL. Why should I read this book? What can the average layperson take away from reading Walking Miracle? To me, I feel like the average person can just understand adversity, just understand how life is tough. And every, obviously, everybody understands life is tough. I don't think there's any person that has lived the perfect life. Even some of the greatest athletes that you see, they still have drama. They still have a lot of things that they go, they, they deal with. Some of the greatest doctors, some of the greatest actors, they still have a lot of drama and a lot of adversity that they have to deal with. Even look at Kevin Hart. He had a situation where he got in a car accident. He had a, some type of spinal cord injury for a while. He was able to over, overcome it, but and he's back to where he is now. So just a lot of people don't – it's just a, it's a book about adversity. It's just a book about how – no matter where you're at in life, life can throw you a curveball. Life can change. Most people look at somebody that's in the NFL and playing for a, a good amount of time. Not It's not many of them that end up with a spinal cord injury or, you know, guys end up phasing out of the league. But it's, it's rarely that somebody has an injury the day of a game and they never get to step back on the field again. That's, that's not a situation that happens a lot. And I think my book just shows people, no matter what you're going through, no matter no matter how great your life is, or no how no matter how bad your life is, you you can't overcome. And 
Now, I was going to say, you know, people say that adversity is an opportunity to get stronger. Do you feel like you're stronger now than you were before the injury? Yeah, I definitely feel like I'm stronger now than I am before my injury because before my injury, I felt that I was a, a very strong guy. I was very, uh, a very focused guy, and I, I'm still focused, but I, I feel my injury allowed me to understand difficulties a lot better. My injury allowed me to deal with life in two different dynamics. One, one was how how I wanted life to go, and was one was how life can change and how I needed life to go. And I think uh, life is very different, you know, when you're living it the way you wanted to live because it seems a lot smoother. But when you have to change your life around, when you have to become a, a person that you didn't think you was going to have to become, I think it always makes you a little bit tougher. Now, how do you live your daily life different now? What have you learned? How do you approach the normal day-to-day -day routine that used to kind of stress you out, used to give you anxiety. Are you just much more like, look, there's bigger, there's there's more important things to worry about in life? Yeah, to me, I definitely stress out here and there. I'm, I'm a human. I still have my stressors. But to me, a lot of times when I talk to my wife, if, if there's a little problem, I don't try to harp on it. If there's something that's bothering me, I, I think about it for a while and just continue to move on. Because to me, I feel... Once you harp on those moments, once you kind of let that stuff sit on you, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to heal. And I think my injury definitely allowed me to heal a lot better and allowed me to overcome a lot more. So when I see certain situations, it's a lot easier for me to say, hey, that's not important enough for me to stress. Yeah, I, it, it sounds like it's all about perspective mm -hmm. and understanding that life is difficult. There's going to be minor stressors here and there but kind of focus on the most important things what would you say is your number one take-home message to listeners who are facing any adversity in life oh that's a tough one and to me i think what you just said uh the, the message that i would send to most people is just really everything that happens in your life is just the way you look at it the perspective that you you give it because I know people that have spinal cord injuries that's living better lives than people that are walking. I know some people that are are uh, well-known people, and everybody in the world know who they are, and their their lives is more difficult and more stressful than somebody that you know that's that's homeless. You know, so to me, it's just you have to really think about things and just look at them in, in, at a different perspective because. Uh, Life, like life, throws you a curveball. Some people get deal aces, and some people get deal uh, twos and threes. But it just it depends on how you deal with that hand. I, I've seen a lot of people win uh, poker hands with twos and threes and lose them with aces. You know, so to me, I think it's just more about how you look at things, and instead of how you want them to go. I mean, you are such a role model for so many people, and that's obvious. But let me ask you, who's your role model? Oh man! So my biggest role model, I would say, is my father and my mother. Uh, they're they're very hard workers. They're 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 people that uh, my mo my mother. She's a hard worker as a, as a homemaker. She's 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 been in my home, uh, not my home. She's been the mother of my house uh, ever since I was a kid. And every time we needed her, everything we needed, she was always there. She never missed a beat. Every every event I had, she was always there and just always very supportive. And then my father, 
I would say he's my role model because he showed me how to work hard. No matter what we're doing, he showed me how to work hard, but also still how to love your family and be a part of your family. So my, I would say my, my parents are definitely my role models. And I just inspire to be like my parents. I, I, I inspire to be somebody that my kids can look up to and say, hey, man, my dad was a hardworking guy. He overcame a lot. And I wouldn't want nobody else to, I wouldn't want nobody else to be my father. And that's exactly how I feel. What an amazing story. So let me ask you here, you know, last question, because I know you're super busy. So you've, so you've played in the NFL, you've conquered paralysis, kind of what's your next challenge? I mean, where do you go from here? What motivates you on a day-to-day basis? So what motivates me on a day-to-day basis is constantly growth. You know, one thing that I want to do is just continue to grow. I'm trying to continue to be a a person that finds a way to help uh, other people. Uh, that's why I started a foundation. I think it's very important to give back, to give and bless the community, support the community. To me, I want to be able to help, you know, just change lives in, in any capacity I can. So, uh, you know, I, I've, I have multiple businesses where I'm excited about changing lives, but then I also have a foundation where I can change lives more consistently. So my my goal is just to, you know, be able to continue to bless others the best I can. What an amazing interview, Ryan. I'm going to let you run, but I can just summarize it that it, you, just what you've been through, how you approach adversity is incredibly inspirational for anyone who knows your story, for anyone who reads your book. I think the take home message is just life is hard for everyone. It's all about perspective. Don't sweat the small stuff. Focus on family and faith uh, and just enjoy enjoy the time that you're here. And I think your message is, is super loud and clear. I do want to ask you though, Georgia, Ohio State. Talk to me. What's your prediction? Uh, if, if you want me, if you want me to, I can throw my Ohio State helmet on right now. Hey, <laughs> hey, I'm not. Hey, that's the only way I'm going. So there's no other way I can. There's no other way I can go. Go Bucks! Uh, it's a big game, man. I'm I'm definitely you know rooting for them as well. And again, thanks for your time. Your story is amazing. Super inspirational. Thanks so much, buddy. I appreciate it. Thank you. It's it great being on here with you. Later, Ryan. Talk soon. Later.